the Ovix Podcast, with the property expert, if it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first, with your host too stupid to win and thank you later, bringing a strategy, news and cool charts with all the data, this is Upland, where the metaverse goes down, Genesis, San Fran, Rio and all around, don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next, it's the Upland Property Experts, baby, UPX. What's going on, fellow Uplanders, and welcome to the Upland Property Experts. I'm your co-host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, brother? What up? I'm doing awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear. It's uh, January 19th, episode 167. It's getting up there. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um. Buenos Aires released today, so we'll talk about that release, our thoughts on that. Um, some interesting individuals spent some time in Alcatraz over the last couple of days. Um, and then our uh, blockchain sluice uh, noticed some suspicious activity on the blockchain from the community pool today. So a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And uh, I am working on lining up some interviews coming up. To have some guests Ooh. on, so we'll see how that Ooh. works out over the, over the next next couple of uh, next couple of weeks. Um, interesting thing is this week I did see somebody on the Facebook one of the Facebook groups. They have acquired ten spark just from treasure hunting in the last 10, 11 months. That's a hustle right there. Wow! So average almost a spark a month on yeah. That's not shabby. No. Yeah, that's that's impressive. So I've reached out to them and uh, seeing if they want to come on the show and talk about who is it? Uh, who Bam is it? Bam Charles. Bam Charles. Yeah. So. No, that's seriously impressive. Absolutely. I I, I want to know more. I want to know their secrets. You know, what are they doing? What are I they doing? That, how they're I doing? Think that they're treasure hunting is what they're doing. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Like how I, often I think are... that they're doing it a lot? I think that they're participating. Like, what do you mean? What are they doing? They're they're working their butt off to get some spark. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hyde Park wants to know who's going to win this week. Ooh, you'll Where have are we to playing. You, you'll have to tune in to uh, mine and Mars's uh, legit oh. fired up episode to see what we're thinking. <laughs> Look at you. Plug in your other work. <laughs> that is exactly the kind of stuff we would never do over at UpX World Live. I just want to say that right now. Well, well, that's kind of messed up because I plug UpX World too. We we plug it here. No. So did you not get the bold faced irony I, of me saying I would never cross and then cross promoting? I, and, and I know. I, I'm just messing geez. with you. Jeez, settle down. Jeez, I, I need you to give you some of my whiskey tonight. So, jeez. <laughs> Get your drink in the night. milk and cookies. No, no. Only got uh, the Pepsi Zero Sugar. Pepsi, the Zero stuff is so much better than diet. I picked up yeah. a picked up a new whiskey this week. This is Writer's Tears Copper Pot, and it's a uh, it's an Irish whiskey. Really enjoying it. So great price and a great taste. So I'm rolling with it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, we do have the secondary market update, and we have they got another uh, triple challenge, triple threat challenge going on for week two of the playoffs. 
Um, so remind me again. So you have to put three players from the same team, and it's like a points thing. Yes, your essentials get you one x. Your mementos get you one point five x. And then if you have fire stats on your mementos, you can get anywhere from one point one to one point five x on top of that. That's kind of cool. I like that. I like that it's gamified in that way. That's yeah. pretty solid. Hopefully next year they evolve off of it so you can, you know, start building bigger lineups and multiple teams, just not all from the same team. Because really what it comes boils down to is who's got the fire stats on the mementos uh, on the teams to really set you apart from everything else. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I'll be interested to see how they do it. <laughs> Can you name three players from one team? So, but no. you, can't, you can't call I it. Legitimately, could not. You, you, I, I, you can't no. call it Jason Burrow, Joe Joe Burrow, and Jonathan Burrow. <laughs> yeah, the, all the JJ Burrows. I feel like I should be able to name at least three Bengals, but I can't. But you did. I don't win. even know if I could name three active NFL players in general. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you are the champion of the Upland champion. Fantasy Football Podcast. That only three. goes to prove how stupid fantasy football is that somebody who has zero knowledge of it can win. But I am really good at gaming, and I love numbers, so I do have that advantage. There you go. Yeah. Also... Dude, I've been getting blown up. The Burrow triplets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Doug Trio. Um, that was a Pokemon reference. Nerds. Um, what I was going to say is I've gotten, I don't know about you, but I've had so many people ping me about wanting to join the league next year. I think we might have to make like a feeder league. So we have like the primary league and then a feeder league. And if you lose the primary league, you go down to the the feeder league, and then the winner of the feeder league can come up and play with the big boys. I, I do like that. I like that a lot. Um, and there, there actually <laughs> obviously is obviously certain people are exempt from ever going down there. You mean you, me, and you and Dizzy? <laughs> I like Dizzy. Okay. Everybody else can go to the feeder league. <laughs> Even our boy China. Oh. Yeah, 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 even China. Yeah, <laughs> even China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, even China. Even China, no. But there, there is a website that does host multiple leagues, so you can have like four 12-team leagues, and then in the playoff times, you take the top winners, and then they play each other, so you could have people with the same players going against each other. So that, that could be fun, too. Um Hey, All right. Well, hey, you heard it here first. Hey, let's get a let's get a sign up going. Ping hey, too stupid to win. Don't there you go. And that's the funny thing. Once again, they ping you, and they don't, don't ping why. me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't do any of it. I just win. That's all. That's why I'm here. I'm just here to win. Uh oh, High Park Ninjas. Just a reminder: I was first in line for fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Nope, you're number two. Wolf Warner was number one. He pinged me Wolf before you. Warner. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, he's probably been in line since 2021. <laughs> yeah, he, he was waiting. He was waiting for an opening, and I, I thought some people would drop this year, and they didn't, so. They, maybe they should have. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't it's put effort right. in. That, it's that's okay. Good. It's all good. Oh, wow. Um, that's what different. Up? 
What up, Blocker? Blocker 2001 in the house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting each and every week. I swear to God. Is that... <laughs> And this week's market update brought to you by fakenews.com. So we're working looking at January 19th, 2023. <laughs> uh, I didn't think you'd react that easily that quickly. So, uh. yeah. Look at Manhattan making a comeback this week. 93000 UPEX floor price. Get it. Although I don't like Manhattan. I know. And you don't like Rutherford, who is actually down 9.09% this week, under 50,000 UPEX for the first time and I don't know how long. And uh, Santa, so it bunches into the same area as Santa Clara. Um, a lot of red this week. Nothing too significant. Arlington's down the biggest, 13%, down to 10,249. But other than that, nothing too concerning. No big movement. So, okay. I'm going to caveat this with a couple things. First, I still hate Rutherford. (laughs) Second, Rutherford is still overpriced, in my opinion. Okay. However, however... I was talking to somebody about why they liked Rutherford. Not, they're not a major investor. They're, they're, they own several properties there because they do it for their, um, their, they do it for their standard hunting web. So the cost to create essentially a perpetual uh, standard hunting ring in Rutherford is cheaper than creating a perpetual one anywhere else because you only need like seven or eight properties around Rutherford to make a pretty good net to do standard treasure hunting where in other cities you might need 15 or 22. And so by the time you add up the total cost, it is theoretically cheaper to buy a web in Rutherford, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, But... Unless you're going to, I mean, if that was your plan, if your plan was like, I want a standard hunt, I want to do 150, 250 standard hunts a day. I don't want to run out of sense. I want perpetual. So I need to buy enough, enough properties that I can essentially always get it without having to do any sense. Um, but then, if, yeah. But if you talk to somebody like uh, Russell Envy, you don't need property to treasure hunt. No, no, no. There's so there's a difference though, because I'm not talking about uh, like big big game hunting. Gotcha. I'm talking the standard one that you pay eighty yeah. up or whatever, and then you do it. up X. Yeah. So the 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 point there is that if you want to do that a hundred times, you can't just send anywhere. Like Russell Envy would can't do that without a, a web of um, properties. Like you can do the big hunts but you only get 40 cents a day. Right. So you have to spend that. You're going to run it out very quick with a standard. But if you have a, a map, in theory, you only have to like use a send once every five rounds. 
and so you can go essentially they call it perpetual which again i was like oh that's really fascinating and they they were working on essentially how much it would cost to create a perpetual map in each area in each city and rutherford because of its small size was the cheapest to actually achieve that particular outcome Uh, that that makes sense use case that does Uh, make sense yeah, but like that that makes a lot more sense. Again, I've just been asking for reasons. I'm if somebody can justify the ridiculous price of it besides, oh, well we think it's cool and besides there's three football teams there, which that logic makes no sense. There's still okay, so I go to the stadium and then I go home. Like just because you have that there doesn't mean anything to property value in my mind from a game from a game perspective. Ooh, hold, hold, now we got we got it. If you want to make five sparks in one month, you need to do this otherwise You'll need, you don't have enough sense. I want to meet somebody like who's making five spark treasure hunting. I really want to talk to this individual because if you can make five spark treasure hunting, let's talk, let's come on the show. Let's talk about it because that's amazing. I think so. I think you can with the standard treasure hunt. I think that's because that's what they're talking about. Yeah. So again, there's, there's two, um, there's like two treasure hunting camps, right? There's like the competitive treasure hunters who are going after the big treasure hunts and the big uh, whatever the the events, the standard or the the yeah the event for um, the, tre- the treasure rush hunt or the rush. Treasure, yeah, yeah, treasure rush. However, a lot of people are just standard hunting, and so the better your web. The better you can essentially just treasure hunt all day. Yeah. Um, so Monopoly Mike says, think San Francisco's up around thirteen dollars now. Probably. It just depends on when the slides are put together and when Just Justin's available to grab the data and put it up there. It's not like we do it seconds before going live on the show. So some of these numbers are moving by the time that it's posted from the time we gather the data. So just always remember that. Or mix. There you go. JT does a mix. Hey, JT. Welcome. Okay. I made five spark in a year with 43 properties in Cleveland. Still, that's pretty solid. That's. I mean, that's solid. That's, oh my gosh. How much is a spark now? How much? 300? Five spark is crazy. I get about two a month. That's still impressive. Two, two a month is still insane. Yeah. That's 24 a year. I don't even have that money, spark. I'd love to have 24 sparks. I, I wish I had time to be able to treasure hunt like that. Facts. Wish I could Although treasure. I feel like I've seen you try and treasure hunt and you're not really that good. What? When? I don't remember you ever being very good at it, even when it first came out and everybody was playing it. I was winning them. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you did, buddy. I did, buddy. All right, moving on. Thirty day <laughs> top fives. <laughs> so over thirty days, the market. Hey, looking look at good. that! Look at that! There we go. Getting that green. A lot of green. Um, uh, I did want to point out over over the last week though, Staten Island did move up five spots to crack the top ten. So they, oh, get it, Staten Island. Yeah. Um. 
Santa Clara is up 32%. Manhattan's up 27%. Uh, those are your biggest jumpers on the epic side of the house. Uh, Santa Clara's up 13.8% on the U.S. dollar. And Staten Island's up 28.57% on the U.S. dollar. Dang. And then we look at the going back three months, going back to October 27th, right around Halloween. Uh, Upex floor still doing pretty good. U.S. dollar pretty mixed market there. Losses, some ups. Arlington's about neutral, but yeah, we're we're seeing a rebound in the in the upex floor definitely. Yeah, that's good. Six month change. Santa Clara, man. Santa Clara is up. over the last six months going back to July 21st. Was at 29,500 UPEX, now sitting at 42,420. And they're also up 19.5% on the U.S. dollar side of the house, um, almost at $24. I don't know. I I think that is um, showing into the next Rutherford, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I get. I think it's probably a treasure hunt thing. Like honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Like if you can, but at some point, like that's not going to be worth it. What's really interesting is I feel like that's got to be a bit of a bubble on the upex floor, because if you look at the USD floor, even though it's up twenty percent, it's at twenty three. Right, Santa Clara is only seven thousand upex lower on the floor than Rutherford. However, it's ten dollars lower than the floor. Um, in USD. So, I don't know. Something seems interesting there. It feels like somebody maybe bought the, the UPEX floor out a little bit um, and, and bumped it. But so. it's been constantly pushing the 40,000, high 30s, low 40s, UPEX style. Yeah, but it feels like somebody would have to be aggressively pushing that to keep it going up because – as we've seen, once especially once you start getting near forty, like if I own a, a sub fifteen thousand upex base cost property, I'm liquidating. Like that's that's a massive selling signal for me. Like, ding, get my get my two point five x return on it. Go to the next place. We've had, and especially we've had all the you know city releases. We had the FIFA stuff like. There's been a lot of other upex things, so somebody is buying into this and, and really propping that up. So, Blocker two thousand one says they have four hundred properties in Queens and takes about four hours a day, but their goal is to average two spark a month until they take spark hunting away. In one hundred and forty thousand years, they'll catch up, Dilla. Facts. Lucifer FX says, actually, it's easy. For example, do it in LA. You just find two chests at 0.02 spark times two, times it by 30. So you get 1.2 a month. So, you know, you only just have to find two a day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love the breakdowns there. Yeah. Love the audience that they always help contribute to the show each and every week. Absolutely. So Upland's UPEX markup percentage floor. So these are the top 10 cities and the lowest markup that's there. Rutherford. Gotcha. So this is the cheapest you can buy a property marked up. 
this is the cheapest marked up properties or the the lowest marked up properties in the in the gotcha. top 10 cities. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can see again like does anything stand out here to you? <laughs> oh, Rutherford. Rutherford, right? Like I mean, a, again, I, I did see a little bit of a silver but like I don't know. I like the 200%, though. I mean, like, yeah. I, like it's interesting because, you know, people dog on San Francisco. Like, well, how, well, actually, it's doing fairly well because you have to remember the base cost of San Francisco was fairly low as well. I mean, there was properties that sold that minted for, like, 300 UPEX. Yeah. Well, I mean, not a lot of them, but, like, there was definitely a lot of sub-1,000 ones. I mean, it is. I mean, it's keeping up with you know, Manhattan, as far as percentage, um, the floor again of Manhattan versus the floor of where, um, San Francisco started or things to consider. So the fact that it's still at a two X return minimum is, uh, you know, to me, it's fine. Yeah. So here is the cheapest properties in each city and their markup percentage. So Manhattan 6,200%. Santa Clara, <laughs> twenty three, twenty eight, and Rutherford, yeah. ten sixty five. Yeah, I mean, this is where things get kind of silly, right? Like, this is where you really see the disparity of people. Kind of, I don't want to say taking advantage of the market because, hey, I would sell it at that. Like, if I had a bunch of excess uh, Manhattan properties. Uh, I would definitely be looking to liquidate um, Fresno doing better than San Francisco. You get out of here. <laughs> get out of here with that nonsense. Where's Fresno on this list, eh? Um, um, yeah. Right there, Fresno's doing better. I mean, what? <laughs> Give me a break. One per- and just because it's lowest markup, like, who cares? You got 1%. Give me a break. Give me a break. Get out. Get out of here. Buenos Aires. I think we have, uh, we're going to do a Buenos Aires update in a, a later. We have some issues with this Coming slide. Up. Oh, with this slide or with? With, with this slide. <laughs> okay, well then just skip it. We'll just pretend we didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bottom five city floors in Upland six months. Wait, what? There's like two it, data points. It's because I haven't been around six months. We'll just move on. We'll, <laughs> we'll work on. with that. We'll, we'll work on. with that. So here is the U.S. dollar markup. Ooh, Dallas. 40% yeah. in L.A., 40%. And Dallas at 45 and Chicago 46, Dropped. Queens at 46. Oh, that just hurts. Oh, that's hard to see. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There we go. Who is Epic? Yes, we will get to that, and that was an interesting point today. Yeah. Um, But other than that, yeah, not going to play the broken record, but if you have U.S. dollars you want to get in, here's a way to do it. Here's the cities to do it. Stop, stop. So sold out. Arlington went up 2%. Dallas won. Detroit won. And Rio won. 
other than that, not much movement on all the other sold-out cities. Unminted properties available, still still sitting just over uh, 400,000 available. Um, Los Angeles seeing about 1,500 properties sold this week. Detroit, about 900, same with Queens. And other than that, everybody's been pretty sad. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I just flew back to L.A., I gotta, I gotta get my mint on out in Hyde Park for my Hyde Park ninjas. Um, and actually, there's another uh, potential node that uh, wanted me to buy some property. So, all right, now you're gonna make me go back. Like I picked up a handful. Now, now you're gonna make me go back a- after Dizzy's minting spree, and now you went back there. I might have to do another thing. Oh, look at that. 11-11 snagged at 11-11 in Hyde Park. Congratulations there. No, he's saying, he's telling you to stay. He's broke. He ain't oh, buying he's anything. broke. He's gotcha. telling you to go buy him something. <laughs> uh, if there is, if you can go, go and find, if there's an 11-11 in Hyde Park, I'll try and buy it if it's unminted. I'm an artist, man. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Go find it. If you find one, I'll go mint it for you. All right. In my opinion, Buenos Aires release was a joke. Very disappointed with Upland. Ooh, strong words there, Blocker. What happened? Um, I I mean, honestly, I wouldn't call it a joke, but I was definitely disappointed in the release. You know, you've had such strong releases in these city launches, right? So they were going to release 17,500 properties in six neighborhoods. That one neighborhood that was like way, like all the way off to the side was all FSA, right? But it was still 30% FSA. So that left just over 12,000 properties available for the city launch. Um, I was seven minutes late to the launch and everything was gone. Uh, wow. I mean, whose fault is that then? Uh, How is that? That sounds amazing. So you just told me that they sold out in under seven minutes? But they only released six neighborhoods. They only released 12,200 and some odd okay, properties. Okay, go back to that slide that told you how many on average uh, a city sells a week. And they just sold 12,000 in less than seven minutes. But you had the, I think there's like 48 overall neighborhoods there in Buenos Aires. You could have released more. I mean, I understand you want to have a successful launch. You want to sell out that launch. And the, the new way of doing it is to, you know, do these small things. And it, it, it's amazing how some people... I hope Upland's looking at it because some people were able to mint a lot of properties and other people were able to mint just a couple properties. So it's interesting. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to see, like, why that's happening. Um, But, I mean, I think it's a really smart play um, by Upland the way that they're doing. There you go. Yeah. Regents made a lot of upex in BA. Oh yeah, yeah, being able to flip it. There were people taking taking cheap properties and flipping them for you know thirty forty thousand dollar properties and flipping them for one hundred and sixty thousand. So it creates an interesting, and I hesitate to say this because I don't want to like inflame it anymore. But like it almost creates like a mini Manhattan situation, right? Like it's going to be the one time that that city is going to be sold out. 
if you can get in and mint and flip, there's probably really good money to be made. Now, what I feel bad for is the people that buy it at that peak, right? Because if you were going to do a chart of secondary value in that initial offering, when it sells out, your price skyrockets because there's a ton of demand. It's a brand new city and your, your availability is very small. So I like the ability for people to make money. I just really worry about if new players, if that's their first experience in, right? Now, hopefully that's why they have the FSA island and they can just go there and not be bothered. I think that that might be the smart way to do that. But imagine you're buying these things secondary and then all of a sudden a week later they release uh, another 40,000 of them and you could have just minted 10 for the price that you minted one, right? So Drifter was able to mint two but made 90K on one, so congratulations there. Um, And then Maz says, give it a week. Many bargains will be had. Yes, you know, once they open up more neighborhoods. And and I can see it since they had a success. They have 11 to 17 collections available. And they're going to release, you know, there's going to be a part two to Buenos Aires again. So there's going to be more to be had. But I, I understand the strength of the game, marketing aspect of it. But come on now, 12,000 properties available? It's less than seven minutes minting out. I mean, you could have released seven, you could have released 10 neighborhoods and had like 20 or 30,000 properties and it still would have sold out. But here, here's a question. So, A, I don't remember, do we have the numbers for how many properties were released uh, historically in some of the uh, other initial city openings? I'd have to go back. I wasn't, I, I didn't think to look that up before yeah, the show. Yeah, because, because, I'm curious if, like, Upland was surprised by that. Like, maybe that was a happy surprise. Maybe, like, they obviously wanted to sell out, but then I don't know that they want to sell it out in seven minutes. They should have released this three times as many, possibly. I also like the way, like, if you did, like, mini phases where it's just, like, they release some at 9 a.m., some at like 4 p.m., and some at midnight or something. You yeah. do like three mini releases. I, I did um, like that strategy when they did that to help incorporate the players across the world that enjoy Upland. Yeah, I thought like that was kind of cool. So you didn't feel like you were missing out. Now, you'd have to set your alarm if you wanted a specific neighborhood, but overall, it, it wasn't. You know, you had the opportunity. Mm. But it, JT calling his shot here. He said he overpaid for a bunch of Avita street props, but that's okay because they're going to be URs. Ooh. All right. Sounds like you put in, you put some chips on the table for it. I like that. Now, that is the other exciting thing about a new city launch, right? Is the speculation. When it's in vanilla mode, it's kind of like buying a, a scratcher ticket. I mean, it, hopefully you have a little bit of insight on why you're buying it, but um, for the most part, you're kind of taking a gamble of saying, hey, you know, I'm going to pay a significant amount over margin because I think this is going to be the one that hits. Okay, cool. Um, that's also a fun, like, as long as people know that they're overpaying and they have a reason for overpaying, I don't care. But... I, I do worry the people, and maybe it's just that there's not that many people getting stuck in that, 
where they're new enough to not realize that this is the pattern um, <laughs> because that would be a hard way to start your upland process. Absolutely. Um, and they got to be, I don't know how you get that out to new players as a new city release comes out because you, I mean, both of us spent stupid money just trying to figure out, you know, what was going on when we both joined the game. And you've just crossed over your three-year anniversary in Upland also. So, happy anniversary there. Thank you, brother. Yeah, pretty stoked. And, yeah, that's – no, I tell this story all the time of, like, the first several hundred dollars I spent, um, which was immediately – I bought like I bought the corner of this like random. So I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be so cool!" I completed like King of the Street. I didn't realize you could scroll and see other ones. So I was just like, I was literally completing them in order. And so I was like, "Oh, King of the Street!" And I went and bought. You know, I was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna buy a bunch." And then, meanwhile, painted ladies are sitting there. No, painted, la- painted ladies went pretty quick. They just weren't sitting there. No, I yes. think at the time, when did, when did the Painted Ladies mint out? Right away. Right away when, though? They were released before we got into the game. But I don't think they were Twisted Lumbar? Uh, before we got in the game. I don't. I think that those were still available when we joined. They went quick. Stop saying that. They were expensive. Like, because 100% museums were still around. Yeah. Because museums were definitely around for a while. So, okay, Internet Sleuths, someone tell us when the last Twisted Lumbar and when the last, um, uh, what the, the Painted Ladies, what was the last mint, first mint? Because they weren't, they weren't prior to December 5th or whatever, December 15th, because they're not all inaugurals. No. Crooked Lumbar weren't expensive, nor were Painted Ladies. They were part of a later release. Uh, Well, that doesn't tell me. I want to know if they were available when we were playing. Because I think that they were. And I think that we just didn't know. (laughs) And that, for me, is a way better story, by the way. I'm completely okay. I want it to have been the story, because then it's funny. Yeah, but I, I think it wasn't. Well, I guess, well, somebody will find out. Somebody's going to win uh, or uh, an anvil. Yeah, you're going to give them an anvil. I'm going to, uh, you want to know, and you're giving my stuff away. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you should have had the information. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. If you want an anvil, super, super rare anvil. Because he's stingy with them. I give them away all the time. I give mine away all the time. You're so stingy. Not stingy. I've given them away. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes I wonder about you. (laughs) Is there no Block Explorer with this concept? Because of Block Explorer info, there is date. Wait. What, Lucy? So no Block Explorer with this concept... Oh, how was Kitty Island minted? Did you have to float? JT, I don't know if you're just baiting us. (laughs) I don't know because you're a loyal listener and you, I don't know if you, if you know, and this was a bait, 
well done because I love telling the Kitty Island story. And so I don't know if that's a troll or not. He just likes hearing the story. If it is, see, I'm just going to not tell it right now then. Like, why? Because he wants to hear the story of how you had to float. You had to get it oh just right God. to go through the well, channel. Well, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't trolling because I tell this story all the time. I love this story. So the four, there's four Kitty Island properties. The Kitty Island uh, was this, the first crossover where you had to retire. You literally sent Upland Crypto Kitties, which at the time weren't cheap either. Uh, and they retired them to this island. Essentially, they just took your NFTs shredded it and then printed a a block explorer equivalent on this little island right also go take a look there's a lot that are named upland.guru which was the original news site that i had i had i paid a bunch of players to rename their kitties upland.guru before sending them in as a way of having permanent advertising first player in the game to do that by the way um but that was marketing genius Oh God, I felt so, I couldn't get my head out the door. I like, I was just, I felt so big brain after that. I was like, this is insane. And it was, it still is insane. Um, so they opened it up and there was a tiny, it might've been like 10 block explorers wide channel that led up to the island. And so you had to like float into the channel, bounce around, and then the entire area was open. And so we were all just floating around eight hours. It took eight hours of us sitting there trying to coordinate. Are you close? I just bounced away. Who's going to mint it? Eight hours before the first one was minted. And it was chaos. It was bedlam. Uh, One of them, one of the four was under dispute for like, I don't know, eight months. 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 Oh, definitely months because... It came back in the, they gave it away in uh, one of the later contests that was after Fiat Out because I Fiat Outed my first city, my first Kitty Island property for $500, which was the max. And then when they raised the max to $10,000, I had won, I won another city, Kitty City property, and then I sold that one for $10,000. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Kitty City Island. City Kitty Island? Kitty Island. So <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. That's why I was like, I don't know if you're trolling because I will, I could go on an hour about that, that Island. I love it. Yeah. So looking back, Dallas had 29,000 properties released. Arlington had 20,000 Rio had 50 and Porto had 35. So thousand. Yes. Rio had 50 and it sold out that quick. Yes. Wow. Interesting. So I don't know if Upland thought the Buenos Aires was just going to be um, too soon because they also they also sold a lot of cars this week. Yeah, they they, they were selling cars. They still are selling those gnomes, although they yep. stopped at seventy five now. But they stopped at what? What did you say before? 65. You know, they only 65. created 10 more of each. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like they produce a bunch and then they stop for a few days and then they ramp it back up. But we'll yeah. see. I hope they keep. Well, actually, I would be okay if they stopped um, minting them and just closed yeah. it down. But well, they said yeah. they're going to mint 105 of each, so they're, they're they're rolling with it. And even like. Porto with their 35 went fast. So that that's where I get upset with the Buenos Aires. I mean, like, 
Could you okay. imagine being the first time uh, experiencing a city release and everything's done in seven minutes? I mean, chances are if it's your first time, you're used to it ended pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? Hey, can you hold your breath for two minutes? <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Um, so what was I going to say? Jeez, will be oh. So what about what about this? What about if we do you want to go like full conspiracy theorist? Go for it. They wanted to release it because it was part of their promise that they said the next release, the next city will be the the champion city, whatever, right? Well, of the two, which do you have mapped out more of? Uh Paris or Buenos Aires? Paris. Paris. Okay. Now you have Buenos Aires. And, and like, who oh who God. is more expected to win there? France or Argentina. Exactly. But now all of a sudden you're like, well, we kind of said we were going to do this. So we have these couple neighborhoods mapped out. Let's just launch that because that's what we have mapped out. And then we'll map the rest out later. Could be. Huh? Like that's just what they could map out before the date. They're like, we're just going to map as much as we can and then we'll release it. And that's what they had stable. Jinx says they think they put it together fast. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't imagine that they had Buenos Aires very high on their uh, city list of releases. Right. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, so from a car standpoint, how'd you do this time? You pick any up because you're like a car collector? I am a car collector. I got a bunch of people sliding in my DMs trying to sell them, Jimmy. But I, uh, outside of minting them myself, I'm not... I wasn't really trying to buy secondary this time. Um, so, yeah, I didn't personally. I, I registered for all of them because I think if you can if you can mint one off the showroom, it's going to be worth it. Like, I, I think that they will hold their value better than a random property. That's for dang sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't get any. What about you? Nope. Um, the closest I got was 600 ahead of me. So yeah, no, the queues seem like incredibly long. I mean, it was, it was, uh, yeah, but is what it is. Now, now this is a surpri- uh, surprising statement. I waited eight hours and missed a car by 12 minutes. Like I'm surprised the car had stuck around that long. I didn't even bother to check. Yeah. Like, there, you know what, though? That makes sense because, honest to God, wait, I had the opportunity to get four vehicles, got two. What? Wow. Like, you, I, you're I, about to get so much hate, bro. You need to take that down. Because <laughs> I, I, uh, I saw the numbers. I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting it. So I didn't even check because those numbers are like, you're, you're out way too long. Right? I didn't even bother to look later. Which I can imagine a lot of players did the same. I mean, so probably after the first hour or two, yeah. like if you had a queue, like, I mean, I went and checked my, my quickest hour was like six or seven hours. But if you're telling me eight hours later that there was still um, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> yeah, right. There's people, But I mean, I'm curious, what were your queue times? Or did you just get four really lucky rolls? Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, I could. I mean, that makes sense. That's crazy if they lasted that long, though. So, another interesting thing: um, you had a bunch of people land in jail. Oh yeah. And uh, one of them is the OG green turtle that hustled from $5 up to a CE. Yeah, but let's not even drag that out a little bit. Like, it was not a lawful arrest. No. At least on green turtles. I don't don't even want there to be a hint of anything. Green turtle is a legit dude up and up. I mean, we've been... We've been buds for, what, I guess almost three years now. So, like, he's he's a stand-up guy. He's not doing shady stuff. Yeah, he had to look at it, too, because he's like, wait, you know, I, I'm, what? Like, but he was released after three hours, so that was good. But, you know. Um, it's because he's a turtle. <laughs> no, it's not because he's a turtle. And it's then uh, he's a turtle. They're. They're out to get the turtles. Vidi Vici's a, a pretty solid player, too. And uh, Sofra is a pretty solid player, too. And they all ended up in jail. It, it looked like there was, um, they were involved not directly with people that were doing uh, undervalued trades. Interesting. Yeah, because, and one of the guys, Ace, I know that was on that list. He's my boy. We do trades all the time. He won the um, he won one of the big factories out in Qatar. Um, yeah, like an eight hundred thousand upex property with a large uh, factory on it. Like, uh, and so like I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe we'll see if we can, if one of them want to come on and and talk about what happened. Yeah. I, again, so you got to keep in mind that there's an automated system that just tracks. Right. Like transactions and trends and stuff. And so if you if you hit a certain threshold of like what it considers suspicious activity, it throws you into jail. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a guilty until proven innocent system, which in real life, obviously bad. However, in the gaming world, you want because if somebody's exploiting the system, you need those stop gaps in place. And yeah, it might be inconvenient to you as a player. But if you weren't doing anything wrong, again, as we can see, it does resolve itself fairly quickly if it's legitimately like, hey, we didn't do anything wrong here. Yeah, and it was kind of interesting because it said it was due to fiat trades with understated prices with the following accounts. They hit GK, DB10, Vidivici, Best Buy, 9055, Lord, BBC1, interesting name, Smile58, GG, 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 55, which is, yeah, anyway, Air Can, Makufa, Tommy Yachts, and A696, and C250 Arts. Um, those were all linked together uh, about that. And then pretty much they looked into it, and they said that, you know, a couple so of, of those players, are who of them are still in jail? Um, I know, I know Vidovici was released. Uh, Green Turtle was released. Um, Upland did send apologies saying that, um, they chatted with the team and they were inadvertently caught up in transactions with players who had suspicious transfers going on. Um, so 
Yeah, Green Turtle was able to go mint some Buenos Aires today. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, my boy Ace is still in jail. Ooh. Uh oh, I might have to ping him see what's up there. Yeah, he just got his director's block explorer. I don't know. I've done it. I mean, I can't speak to anybody. I can't speak to anybody else's transactions, but I've definitely done transactions with them. In fact, I did. Oh, I, I did a lot. He bought all of my um, da, 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 mosaic tiles. I had. I paid him to go buy all my tiles um, before I knew that they were going to be worthless. <laughs> I spent like 500,000 upex on um, the mosaic tiles. So, and then the next uh, big mystery of the day due to our blockchain sleuths is Epic EPIK and Epic underscore one. They combined got to read 30 million upex between the two of them from the upex community pool. Just not the, you know, not the pool where you buy upex. So they got it from the community pool. Yeah. So, and maybe remind our listeners and myself, like, so when a normal person goes and buys Upex, where does that come from? That comes from the, um, hey, thanks for putting me on the spot and I'm forgetting it. It comes from the Upland, oh, what do they call that pool? Now I got to look that up. <laughs> so not the community pool. Not the community say. pool. Okay. So what does... Um, referral or bonus upex come from the community pool no okay so is this part of um maybe there's because wasn't part of the vote that the upland team could sell they could take stuff back from the community pool to the upland pool Okay, so that's not necessarily what happened. That it's just no. the community pool going. This was issued from between the two accounts. It was issued from the community pool. Interesting, and one of them has like seven properties. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's wondering. At first, I was like, "Ooh, epic!" But then I'm like, "Nope." If it was. EPIC, then I'd be a little more excited with Epic Games. They got a partnership going on and and all that fun stuff. But no, it wasn't. It, oh, it spelled wait, with a K, wait, wait, But it's spelled with a K, though. And, wait, wait, wait. And then Hold you on. English oh. programs in Korea. Mm-hmm. Then you have the right-wing-leaning uh, web hosting site, Epic. So, so I, I was... At first, I got excited, and then I was like, hmm. Well, well hold on. Hold on. Um, so, I just... So, oh, guys, I cracked it. I literally just you cracked, cracked it, right, it now. right now. I actually just cracked it. What was the other rumor that was on Upland's Twitter recently? Do you remember? It was, it was because of Miles, and Miles... Um, there was a post of Miles... And it was, he was, there was certain accessories that made him look a certain way that started certain rumors. um, I'm trying not to, yeah, I'm trying to, the the other pool is called the Upland pool. Oh, the Upland pool. Okay. Back to this, back to this. This is, this is, is you cracked it. All right. No. So 
Do you remember what Miles was dressed as that people started speculating about what might be the next partnership? Wait, when he was dressed as a LL Cool J? Uh, maybe, but that's not, I mean, he was not a rapper. Huh? Huh? Wrestler. Oh, okay. I just Googled. So I just Googled Epic NFT. Okay. Look at this. Oh, that's a Pacquiao NFT thing. That is a wrestling rink. Mm-hmm. Epic. There you go. Manny Pacquiao. They're, so they're selling NFTs. And it's a wrestling game. But why did it come from the community pool? Well, we don't know how those deals work, though. That's like, true. honestly, I don't know if... Um, but Manny Pacquiao is a boxer. Yeah, boxing, whatever. Well, you said wrestling. I mean, it's in a ring. It's all the same. No, it's not. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, boxing. Whatever Manny Pacquiao does. Whatever this is, Manny right here, showdown, where and legends he, are minted. And he'll whoop which, your ass. I mean, Pacquiao is, is, look at that. You can buy this frame for $40. <laughs> buy okay. this picture for $40. But, yeah, that's that's it. That's it, fam. I cracked it. But but you Googled. You Googled. Boxing's coming <laughs> to Upland. Boxing's coming to Upland. I'm just interested that you Googled Epic Wrestling and came up with boxing. Google's a little smarter than that. I didn't. I Googled Epic NFT. Okay. And then it was just there. And I was just like, okay, there's a ring and there's people fighting. I, the only thing I could think of is wrestling, but boxing. Okay, fine. Boxing. Let's go. Boxing, boxing. Boxing coming to Upland through Epic. Epic NFT, go look. Manny Pacquiao NFTs, go get them. Actually, they're reserved, so I don't even know. But bet. Okay. Not financial advice, but bet. But but that somebody Google, somebody go and find those addresses that that Epic owns and see if they're gyms in San Francisco. San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, yeah. Or, or no, they're all San Francisco properties. That's right. They're all San Francisco. I wonder yeah. if they're all gyms. From around San Francisco. But here's the next question. So why do you have Epic and Epic underscore one then? Uh, I, there could be some other element of like the primary account versus a rewards account or something. They might need to separate it for that. So like they might have their own like community pool, right? Like, so it's possible that they have like their primary pool and then a, that, yeah, I don't know how that's – I don't know. It, I, but, uh, like, 90%. I'm com- I feel, like, 90% confident. So, G- JT says you're either on something or you're on to something. I mean, why can't it be all of the above? You don't need to be so black and white. Sometimes it, sometimes things can be gray. Absolutely. That's it. Cracked it. You're welcome. You heard it here first on the Upex podcast. Bet. There you go. Bet. And ho- hopefully Dr. Nobi 
capture the time we got on this so we can just chop it up pretty quick and get it out there on YouTube as an get individual. It get it out there. You heard it here first. We broke it. Broke it. Mm. All right. Manny Pacquiao coming to Upland. Let's go. <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. Wrestling with Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Close enough. Whatever. It was a ring. Wow. Okay. There was a, it just, it's a, I guess, you know, it's, oh my gosh. I almost said, it's a boxing ring. Of course they wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So what's going on with Upex World? Oh my gosh. We had an insane demo. What was, was it yesterday, I guess? Go watch um, yesterday's YouTube. It was awesome. So we are the first game that I know of that you can go from a Unity gaming experience that brings you to Upland. So we demoed uh, the the Red Rocky, which is like the core planet. Wait, go what? You talk to Lex the Llama. Boom. You can Wait, go in. No, 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 no. Back it up. You demoed what? the what? The what? Did you call it the Red Rocket? No. Oh, this is why. This is why I can only talk to you once a week. You know that? This is why. <laughs> you called it the Red Rocket. Red Rocky is the is the code name of the planet. Okay. Red Rocky. All right. Red Rocky. Go. Oh, my gosh. The Red Rocket. So anyway, Red Rocky. Okay, anyway. The, the reason that this is important is now, so we, we released the, the kind of the open alpha world, but now we have integrated in three other uh, kind of mini experiences being the the Dallas uh, State Fair, Texas State Fair demo, where you can blow things up and make um, a carnival we have the uh, Project Alpha, which is where you can fly around. Yeah, I know. Fly around and blow things up and um, do stuff like that. And then the Spooktacular. So you can actually do the uh, Spooktacular uh, race as well. Um, and that is super cool. And so one that goes on to Steam later this month, uh, hopefully, knock on wood, we can integrate it in, um, or soon, it will be so. There's eighty. No, no, no. Hold on. I think there's sixty-nine million active daily active users of Steam. They will then have access to through a Steam game to play it and discover Upland and get linked directly to Upland. Like that is massive because Steam does not allow any crypto games on their platform. And since we're layer two and we're actually not dealing with NFTs ourselves. But Upland's not a crypto game. Uh, I mean, it is in the eyes of Steam. It is, yes. It's a game that uses NFTs. NFTs. Yep. So um, anyway, so we'll be on there and we'll be opening up Upland potentially to 89 million New players. Wait, you said sixty nine. Now you went to eighty nine. So you just added twenty nine daily. It's sixty nine daily. I I, don't, I thought it was. It might be eighty nine or a hundred and nine. Act like subscribers. I don't know. I mean, that's not even ten percent of the world. They're slacking. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I wonder how many people own an iPhone. 
69. Uh, Alexa, how many people own an iPhone? Is that weird to ask her? One hundred thirteen million active iPhone users. So actually, not even that many more. Oh, like actually, yeah, yeah. So, like again, and those are gamers who are looking to pay money to play games. Like that's what they're there for. Like, so for sure, like. I don't know. I'm really excited. I, I'm really excited to be able to start bridging the gap between, uh, you know, the existing Web two and Web three, and bringing mainstream in in a in a huge way that I don't think we've seen before. So, oh, that's exciting. So, no, that's pretty awesome overall. I know I gave you some crap, but yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're all good. So, two other shout out. First of all. Hyde Park Ninjas, my boy Keith Keith Olson from one of the co-founders of Hyde Park Ninja. He's an MMA fighter, IRL, and he choked out his opponent last weekend in the first round, and it's brutal, and you can go Google it. Um, <laughs> we showed it on the stream. It was hardcore. Um, he's, he's a little intense. He's a little scary. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a little scared of Keith now. Because woo, he so, can flip it. So if they do Genesis Week in Vegas again, can uh, Keith choke you out at Genesis Week? Not, a, I mean, he could if he wanted to. Uh, there really wouldn't be much I could do or say about it. Well, so, would you let for for charity? Would you do an for MMA charity? fight? <laughs> Did you just say will you get choked out for charity? Yes. I feel like there's there's so many reasons that the phrase "get choked out for charity." just is wrong um so we'll think about it as is what is what i'm saying there it's like i'm not gonna say no to that that could be (laughs) (laughs) that's that's why you love me so much my friend oh my gosh and then uh of course i gotta give a shout out uh to my boy dr noby 1111nft.gallery uh, Epic three just released. We have uh, all new array artists, new pyramid pieces, including Marjuta, Shaktalid, St. Lucie. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to forget people. Uh, well, NFT architect uh, is in there. Uh, who else? Uh, 20% in the last four hours and doubled in the past two weeks. Oh, yeah. Dang. Wax is, wax is moving, but uh, Ma said, I like the idea, would donate some Upmax more if you pass out. No, I don't want to die. Chokes for charity. I feel like there's something there from 1111 NFT. Choke for charity? No. No. No, 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 no. Imposta says, for the children. No, you can't say, you definitely cannot say the phrase, choke it. And then follow that by for the children. You definitely cannot do that. I didn't say. I'm not even going to do it because I feel like it'll get flagged by YouTube because that phrase together would be like, what's going on in that channel? Goodbye. You're now disconnected forever. And and NFT architect said he'll help out. Don't know how they're going to (laughs) help. Yeah. He didn't didn't specify. He's going to help out with the fundraising or he's going to help out with the choking out. Okay. <laughs> you, you about spit that 
drink all over the oh, place. Yeah. So that was, was a, great. About to be a sticky situation for sure. All right. uh, yeah. So no, I mean, it's, it's really good. If you haven't already, you can get the alpha build. It doesn't have uh, some of the stuff, but you can collect a hundred Xenon. If you collect a hundred Xenon and put a screenshot in the UpX world uh, discord server, uh, we are giving um, a, uh, a bunch of prizes and cool stuff away. So be sure, go play it, check it out, try and collect all 100 Xenon. It is not as easy as you think. The current world record, I believe, is 7 minutes and 55 seconds. Mm. Choke out, not choke it. You got to get that straight. Choke out. Got it. Uh, we could sell a video. That, no, 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 no. You're not going to be the NFT equivalent of bum fights. That's not happening. You can make no. so much money so quickly. No. God. What What about Bum Olympics where you put no, bums in? No, no. Shut it down. Shut it down. I shouldn't have even said that to give you any ammunition. Holy cow. Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. That just escalated so quickly. Your fault. My fault? <laughs> you wanted to, like, you started it. I, I just thought it would be a pretty fun thing if you got yeah, choked out by KO and for charity for the kids, and it, it'd be fun. Because nobody DMs me. They all DM you with everything, with the show, with the fantasy league and all that. You are the star. You're the star of the show. I'm just the guy that facilitates it each and every week. So nobody wants to see me get choked out, but they pay to see you get choked out. You're just a grouchy old man. They want to see you get choked out. No, they don't. They actually don't. I I don't know why. (laughs) But also, like, I don't know. They also know that I'm on Discord all the time. You're, like, never on Discord. I got so, four kids and it's just like, no, non-stop. no one's mad at you. I think that they just know now, like don't bother me. Go message TML. And then he'll, like, <laughs> a they just view me as your secretary. They're like, we can't go straight to the top. We got to go through the secretary. That's all it is. My DMS are always open. I <laughs> know. That's right. It might take me a minute, but I get back to you. <laughs> you sound like someone's grandpa. Oh no! You can message me anytime. Just it takes me a wee bit to get back to you, Junior. Like, all right, Gramps. Like, it's not that important. We'll just ping TML and pester him. And then you tell me, and I take care of it. Or I don't. I forget, and nothing gets done. <laughs> <laughs> there is that too. So, also, I know uh, people have been looking for the anvil and the. Uh, test tubes for staking on the federal reserve building landmark in san francisco once that completes next week we will raffle that off um and you got your landmark coming under construction yeah no so we'll probably do the same thing if you want um one mission avenue one mission street in san francisco yeah um it's it's a little little guy um, it's, but it's cool. And it is a pub actually. And it survived the great fire, the San Francisco fire that essentially burned down most of old San Francisco. Uh, they gave free beer to the firefighters. That, which is exactly correct. 
So as they saw the fire approaching, uh, you know, destined to destroy their establishment, they started wheeling kegs of beer out to the firemen and bribed them to save their establishment. It was the only thing that survived in, like, on that whole side of San Francisco. Like, actually. And so it's been there ever since. And, yeah, I, I think it's a hilarious story, which is even funnier if you remember the votes and I had to bribe people to vote for, for me to win. So it goes. There, there was a lot of bribing going on all around oh, for that. So much shenanigans. So much. And, and that's a good point. I did have people stake uh, nine sparks, six spark, five sparks. So max stake of one spark so more people can enter. Should have got in there sooner. <laughs> or, or you don't want to do it? Just whatever? Yeah. No, no max. You get in when you get in. All right. It's your landmark. You do what you want. Yeah, because then it's like if somebody puts nine spark, they really want it. Like, True. Get it. Can't argue with that. Beer is better than money. Yeah. All right. Got anything else before we get out of here for the week? I don't think so. I think, Yeah. Once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Make sure if you haven't subscribed, definitely subscribe and be safe in the metaverse. And we will see you soon. With the property expert, if it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland property access, baby, UPX.